Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Satan's Tool, Self-Hatred, Part 2 of 4. Key Verses, Romans seven fifteen. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. Satan has many schemes. This four-part series looks at three of those schemes. Today, in part two, we examine a satanic tool used to defeat and or destroy Christians, that of self-hatred. This is a toxic, destructive mindset. The root of this mindset is in our old nature. Christians who care about obeying God in all things will measure themselves by Scripture, and this is good. But when we compare our old dead nature with the perfection of Jesus, we can get into trouble. So how do we guard our minds against this destruction? The devotion focus is to recognize Satan's schemes and not do his work for him. This is the same focus as last week's episode, E44. When I was a child, many times I was taken to church that practiced legalistic rules. I came to learn that in order to have God's favor, I was expected to do or perform certain duties or fulfill certain rules perfectly. And this becomes conditional acceptance, and it's a false belief about God. First of all, we cannot earn God's favor. And second, we don't need to please God? Absolutely. God requires perfection And so why even try to earn something I'll never measure up to? This is a great question, and it's a perfect place to start and unravel the web of false teaching that contributes to self-hatred. On the cross, Jesus cried out, It is finished, just before he died. This means he paid the penalty for sin in full. Now, when I believe this and accept his offer of forgiveness— I become approved by God. I have God's favor now. And this is because with the forgiveness received by faith, I am born again spiritually into God's family. I become his child, dearly loved. All of this happens because Jesus took away the accusations against me. And what accusations? Sin's accusations for one and Satan's for another. Listen to Job Chapter 1, verses 8 through 11. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now stretch out your hand and touch all he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. Now in verse 8, Almighty God declared Job a blameless and upright man, one who fears or has reverence for God and shuns evil. And yet Satan comes back with the accusation against Job that he will curse God to his face if God will strike Job's family and possessions. Satan taunts God besides accusing Job. And if you understand and believe that the Holy Spirit intercedes in prayer for us against Satan, 
This will bring a measure of peace when we do fail God. God tells us in Romans 8.26, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now think about this, Christian. When you feel like Satan is accusing you to God, recall Romans 8.26 and rest in the promise you are safe. Now about when Satan accuses us to our face, he does this by planting a lie in our mind when we fail and sin. And this becomes the dividing point of spiritual warfare. Either you will recall scripture to refute Satan's accusation, or you will yield your mind to the lie that you are condemned. Allow it to fester, and if you care at all about living for God in a loving two-way relationship, your failure may well cause you to slip into despair. The summary is, Satan may very well accuse you of sin, and it be true, you did sin, but he doesn't stop there. He will go on to accuse you of being condemned, not worthy of God's love and forgiveness. And as your struggle goes on, if you don't recall Scripture declaring you free from condemnation, you will likely begin to hate yourself for the sins you struggle with forsaking. And this is especially true for those of us with addictions. So the action to consider is today, without fail, read Romans chapter 8. And yes, read the whole chapter. And then read it again tomorrow and each day after until it begins to exert power in your mind and begins to change how you think about yourself in light of the sin nature we're all cursed with. I should say for Christians who were cursed, for the old nature's been crucified with Jesus. Also remember, the old nature still strives for dominance, but it's the striving of a corpse in its death throes. You may find it helpful to read Romans 7, in which Paul describes his struggles with his sin nature. And then he went on to write the letter to the Galatians to combat the legalism plaguing Christians there and explains the battle between the old nature and the new and how it will exist until we die. Now take this mindset of self-hatred serious, Christian. It often leads to self-destructive habits and may lead to suicide, as it nearly did to me. Next week's devotion is part three, Satan's Tool, Self-Destruction. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.